Hi, welcome to Jesse's World. This is episode two, and today we're talking about the importance of setting goals. Rich living, and we are excited to talk to you today about all things love, life, success, wellness, and more. If you have a good sense of humor, are upwardly mobile, and are ready to get it, then you've come to the right place. You've now entered the intersection where deep, honest discussions meet bare jokes, where real talks and support meets mind your business, and where loving, blessed vibes meets, well, everyone. Follow me personally on Instagram at Jessica Vibes. That's V-I-B-E-Z. J-E-S-S-I-C-A-V-I-B-E-Z. And you can follow our podcast at Jesse's World X-O. That's J-E-S-S-I-E-S World X-O. Um, so before we get into today's topic, which is the importance of setting goals, um, we're going to, of course, have Tessie time and we're going to jump right into it. Um, okay. You know, if you've listened to our previous episodes that, um, Tessie time is where Tessie shows up and gives it to you the way it is. No sugar, all facts. Let's get it. The UN is saying it is too dangerous to go into the area where the gang leaders have taken over in Haiti and help the innocent people. So from the articles I've read right now, there's a part of Haiti where gang war has broken out. They're calling it gang war, AKA war, um, has broken out and people are stuck in there. Um, some children have been able to leave, uh, they're, Adults are having more difficulty. Some women have been able to leave, but from what I've read, adults are having difficulty getting out. They're stopping people from accessing clean water and food. Um, and it's, and it's, it's very dangerous. Lots of gunfire, all of that. And, uh, the children have taken refuge in a high school in a neighboring city. Um, so that said, that's the situation. They are calling on the UN for help, but the UN has said that, quote, it's too dangerous for them to go in there. And personally, I'm calling BS because it wasn't dangerous to go in Iraq, wasn't dangerous to go into Afghanistan, not dangerous to fight Putin. No, those are all very easy. This gang is scarier than Putin? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I'm just a humble citizen. Perhaps I don't have all the facts. And that very well may be. But my personal opinion is I'm calling BS. I'm calling the fact that you guys just don't feel like you have a personal interest or like these lives are worth saving. Yeah, I said it. That's how it looks to me. So... I think the UN or whoever needs to do better because I've seen Haiti and I think anybody who has a newspaper or watches the news has watched Haiti suffer quite a bit. Um, and like in Canada, every time there's a crisis in any country, anywhere, we can count on Justin Trudeau to stand up and say that he's going to bring those people here. Okay, fair enough. 
So where's Trudeau now? What's happening with these innocent children who some of them are orphaned or can't find their parents? Some of them, their parents are just not allowed to leave. Um, these are victims. These are people, you know what? Just it, it, being in a, a place, a certain neighborhood does not make you guilty by association. It does not mean that your life is not as valuable. And I talk about this quite openly. And this story resonates with me because I feel like there are certain people in life that people fly in and save and there's other people that they don't. And I don't think that's acceptable. I don't think that's cool. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not personally okay with it. And I think that our, our the people who are making these decisions need to really kind of check their conscience and ask themselves, is it, is it really just too dangerous for you to help? Really, there's nothing you could do at all. Hmm, interesting. Well, that's Tessie's two cents. Um, <laughs> so you can let me know in the comments below. I, I am well aware that this is only a, Tessie time is an opinion piece and perhaps I don't have all the information. So you can let me know what you think, but that's what Tessie thinks. And moving on to Mrs. Wright. And this is a segment where we randomly get a topic from a random topic generator and basically freestyle either a short story or a poem or a song or a straight up freestyle, like a hip hop freestyle. And it's just a little bit of fun, isn't it? A little bit of banter. Um, yeah, I was just having some fun. I love to write. And so I had to throw some fun in there. Besides, this whole show is about life and balance. And you got to have a little bit. You got to look at our world around us and the community. You got to have some fun. I love to write. That's my fun. And and then, of course, you know, we hit you up with the big boss vibes to look at, like, you know, our entrepreneurial life and such. And then, um, you know, the topic of the day, always trying to move us forward in life and make us somehow better people. And, and then we bring it home with gods and goddesses and bring it back to self. So, you know, definitely trying to give you your, you know, every food in the food group here. All right. So without further ado, let's generate a topic. What is the best restaurant in your area? Hmm. That's a super easy one. Okay. So I could just tell you guys, but as per the segment, I got to put it into a poem or song or a freestyle or a story. Once upon a time in the current day, there was a girl and her name was Jessie. Her and her son moved to a new place. They didn't know anyone. It was such a disgrace. They had nowhere to go to get some good food. Everywhere they went, the people were rude. And food, no matter what, always tasted a little sud until they came along and found this wonderful spot named Joe Feta. It was Greek, it was yummy, it was oh so good. And they knew that there was no other place that could test the salads or the chicken breast. Ah, see how I rhymed that? And sometimes the hummus and the garlic bread too. Joe Feta was the place they really knew what to do, so. Yeah, that's the best place in our area, and we big them up. We'd love to go hit up another spot, but they always let us down. So it's all about Joe Feta when you come around. Bomb bomb. 
that's my short story freestyle poem. I think I'm trying to, I think I'm mishmashing them all together, but it's all good. Joe Fed is where it's at. If you ever hit up St. Catharines in Ontario, check out Joe Feta. You're welcome, Joe Feta. Because they really are really, 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 really good. I always get the village salad because um, I'm obsessed. And I usually get it with like a chicken breast on top. And yeah, sometimes I, I used to get the hummus, not so much anymore. I usually just get the village salad. And then my son will get the kebab meal. So that is the answer to the random question. Moving on. Big boss vibes. Oh, today's podcast is just moving real quick, isn't it? I have a little more energy. It's much. It's not even much earlier than the last recording. It's just energy, you know? You never know. I was fasting today, so maybe that's why. Um, so the last time, last episode, uh, I don't even know if we actually covered big boss vibes. So I'll introduce the segment. This is really just where we talk to entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs about certain things that matter in the entrepreneurial world when running your own business. doesn't matter if you work for yourself full time or you have a job and then you're starting a side hustle. These things, these are just little tips kind of picked up along the way to help out. Um, just a little bit about me. I've been a business development coach for over 20 years. So I do think I mentioned that in the last episode and I help people basically start and scale their businesses. Um, so this is my wheelhouse, right? This is one of the areas I know very, very well, specialized in a few different areas, nonprofit, um, construction, entertainment, and just generally new businesses. But I've, I've really helped people from, you know, mom and pop on the corner shop type of vibes to like fortune 500 companies. So you might be surprised to know that then with all of that background knowledge and information, my first tip to you and my tip today will be go to sleep. Ironically, I'm saying this at 11 o'clock at night. Go to sleep. What? But I have so much work to do, Jessica. Yeah, I understand that. Me too. But hear this. Sleep is important for life and for business, right? Sleep is important for life and for business. If you don't have life, you do not have to worry about your business. Trust that. So you need to sleep and you need to try to sleep the same time every day if possible and have a protected sleep um, for your health, for your wellness, for you to live longer, for you to have more alert days, for you to wake up refreshed, for your mind to be rested, for you to have worked things out, for your body to have healed. These are so important. And for me, I did not grow up understanding the importance of sleep. I kind of didn't have routine or sleep patterns. I, I talk rather openly about that. So yeah, for me, it was a surprise to me how important sleep is. And I have actually have sleep apnea. And at the moment, it's not treated. So I'm going to hurry up and get my machine. Um, in the move, it, it was misplaced, whatever. I'll figure that out. But I know that it's serious, you know, and I know that 
I've been learning because I've, I've now been diagnosed with sleep apnea. I've been learning that it can contribute to some of the other challenges I've been working on, which is, you know, weight gain. So it can actually cause that. So I could be doing all types of things like fasting, like I did today and trying to eat healthy and all that. But if I don't have my sleep under control, it can cause weight gain. It can cause diabetes. It can cause, um, just a myriad of issues that you do not want. So I am going to sleep and you should sleep because when you sleep, A, it's just better for life and it's a good, healthy, preventative exercise, but B, you're better for business. Um, you don't want to be falling asleep in a boardroom during a client meeting. You want to be able to have the energy if you're already doing you know, a lot of things in the day to actually get your business off the ground. If you're just starting out as an entrepreneur, you really need that energy to get your business up and running. And if you're maintaining a business, I mean, if you've listened to the last episode, you'll know that my advice to someone maintaining the business is to run it like you just started it. And in order to run it like you just started it, you need that new business energy. In order to get that new business energy, you need to sleep. See, see why that's important? Um, if you don't bring new business energy, the new business that comes in will bring that energy. And that's when you start to see at the beginning of the end of your company. And I've witnessed this several times. Uh, so don't get too comfortable unless it's at night and then you should sleep. And that's today's tip. And I hope that it helps. And I hope that you actually do it. If you have trouble sleeping, um, one thing that works for me, I really like the calm app. Um, just making sure the place is dark. If you want, you can even wear one of those little masks. I find that Hush sells the best mask. It's a little more expensive than like, I guess just going to Amazon, but, um, they have, Hush does with the weighted blankets and they also have this really nice mask and it's great because it has circles. So it doesn't touch your eye. It's not flat against you and it's black. So it really does dark out the light. So I find that helpful. Like I said, if you have sleeping issues, you might want to get tested for sleep apnea and get a machine. I'm on that too. Um, but there's a lot of things you could do. Yeah. Even listening to the sound of like rain on YouTube, whatever it takes, try to get those hours in. Okay, Bips. Talking to you like you're my honey pies out there. You guys are, uh, you know what? Why don't you tell me in the comments what you do to sleep? Okay. How do you kind of keep regular sleep? And then I also read, it was really interesting this week, just the other day, I read that people who nap in the day more than one hour are 42% more likely to become diabetic more than one hour. But if you do it for like 40 minutes, it's fine. But it's the one hour mark that's critical for some reason. Not sure that why that is, but um, I also know too many naps will obviously affect your sleep at night. So all tied in. All right, moving along today's topic. Da -da -da -da. We're talking about the importance of goal setting. Okay. So we just came off of talking about sleep. You wake up, you're fresh, you're ready. You're ready to go get it. What are you going to go get? Uh, I don't know. I haven't set my goals yet, Jessica. All right. Well, we're about to talk about that. So one of the biggest things I teach in um, my consulting company 
uh, savvy life is number one is the goal setting. If you don't know what you want to achieve, how are we going to know if you actually achieved it? So whether that's personal, I want to lose weight, I want to save money, um, professional, I want to get a certain promotion or raise, um, or entrepreneurial. I'd like to start a business. I'd like to scale my business. I'd like to, you know, add another product line, diversify my revenue stream. Even as an independent artist, I'd like to learn how to run my company as a business. In which case I have a brand for that. It's called Platinum Indie, P-L-A-T-I-N-U-M-I-N-D-I-E. Uh, you could check us out on Instagram, also platinumindie.com. We're launching some Awaken courses there to help you with that stuff too. Either which way, whatever your questions are, they are going to start with a, a goal. I do, um, one of my specialties is strategic planning. So I do strat plat strategic success plans for um, business leaders. That's like a huge part of my what I do, okay? And every single plan starts with the goals because everything else plugs into and feeds into those goals. So I'm gonna ask you right now, what are your goals? And right now we're, we're, we're just discussing overarching goals, life goals. You know those things that we write in January and then throw underneath our bed and forget all about, okay? <laughs> I think we call them resolutions. Really, they're just goals. So that's what I want to do right now. I want to just identify some of our goals. I can do it with you. Okay, so some of the goals I'm working on. And that's great because you can hold me accountable and I'll hold you accountable. Please put your goals in the comments. Some of the goals, some of the goals. Well, this podcast was a goal. Really connecting with people, helping people to achieve balance while helping myself to achieve balance as well. I love it, right? So this is a big goal. Um, supporting my son with his comic career. He's an amazing illustrator. Uh, check out Tradell the Comic God on Instagram or thecomicgod.com. He's an amazing illustrator and I'm very proud of him and I love him so much. And so supporting his career and helping to ensure that he um, has those opportunities as a professional illustrator and comic creator and character developer and all of that storyboard artist is very, very important to me. Uh, so I'll continue to push behind him and support him. Uh, you know, I'm doing a romance series right now. So getting out my romance, um, stories is very important to me. Um, short stories or novellas, right? And yeah, really just building this. I, we have a couple brands. So there's Platinum Rouge, which does our podcast like this and our story, our stories and our books and all of that. And then there's Platinum Indie, which is the platform for independent musicians, like artists, you know, uh, recording artists and, and label heads and um, managers. And then, of course, we have our consulting firm, Savvy Life. So, yeah, those are my um, goals is just getting, you know, getting scaling my own stuff. Right. I've spent years and years, probably 20 years or so scaling everyone else's businesses for them. And so I finally decided to turn some attention to little old me. That is a definite goal. Health is a goal. Total health and wellness. I'm pretty transparent about the fact that I need to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I know we're in a body positive society, which is totally fine. Everyone feels different. I just don't feel um, that I am at my ideal self. And this whole podcast is about becoming your best self, your ideal self, and 
getting to a place in life where you feel good about you and you're doing what you want. You're living the existence you want. You're using the gifts God gives you. And right now, I just feel that that's being hindered and that I need to address it. So that's a major goal for me. Um, improve, you know, increased finances and abundance in my life is always great. Just being stronger, healthier, physically, mentally, socially, all of that, you know, making, making new friends and building, you know, in industries I care about. All of these things are big deals to me. So these are some of my goals. But what I like to do, those are broad strokes. And that's what I told you to start with, because it's like a lump of clay. <laughs> right. And then we're going to kind of, you know, here's the lump of clay that is our goals, and then we'll whittle them down. So if I was to measure it, measure the goal, let's say they're an annual goal, and I was to measure it, and I said, I want to save $100,000, okay? Or let's say I said, I want to save $120,000, that way I don't have to do math tonight, okay? Then I know I have to save $10,000 a month, right? So that's an easy goal to measure. Every single week, I have to look and say, did I save $2,500? And then after four weeks is a month, right? That's 10,000. So um, I should know if I'm on track or not. Actually, what I use and what I recommend you use, um, and we actually created it because that's what we do here. We don't just give you a problem, darling. We give you a solution. So I use uh, Jesse's World Daily Success Planner. And actually, there's three different covers, kind of to your liking. It's eight and a half by 11. And it is a success planner. And what it has is it's you you can essentially, you know, obviously has 365 days, a little more than that, just in case. Um, and some notes, a notepad at the, at the end of the book and stuff like that. But it's a planner, it's a guide, and it is really formatted for functionality. And I did it because I, it's great for me in terms of ensuring productivity, uh, but it's also really good for, for clients as well, obviously, uh, for the same reason. So how it works is you put the date at the top, and then you have like a, a, a special area where you can note your priorities. So you can only have like, you know, five priorities for that day, right? Because really, if everything's a priority, nothing's a priority, right? And then you can note your, there's a little section for notes on that page. And then you can um, jot down any appointments that you have and the details, you know, time, date, location, and all of that good jazz. And I think there's a spot for like eight appointments or something. And then there's an area for your goals and right next to it, your outcomes. And this is what makes this planner so special is because um, really and truly, a lot of times we write out our to-do list and I'm sure I know I'm guilty of this and I know a lot of the clients I talk to have gone through this as well. And so I suspect it's a common issue. Um, we write out our to-do list and we tick it off as we go. But that day we didn't, you know, we might have wrote 20 things and we only finished three or four or two or whatever. And then, you know, we write it again the next day or, <laughs> and it just kind of rolls over. Some things get, get forgotten. Um, and it's just your goals and your outcomes are your output, your outcome, your result, however you want to call it, uh, is not matching. 
And that's an issue because then when you look at the end of the year, if we take it back to the measurable goal we just discussed, we know that we needed 2500 every week for our savings goal. So that's very easy. We can take out a calculator or whatever and figure out what that even is per day if we really wanted to drill it down to that. And we know at the end of every week, so, okay, 2,500 um, divided by 7, okay? So we're going to bring in $357 a day, okay? So now on the goal side, I'd say, okay, I earned, I got $357 put down in savings. And then on the outcome side, I know, okay, wait, I put 500 in savings. I'm ahead of the game. Or I put nothing in savings. I did not deliver on that goal. So measuring outcomes is critical because you can really see the truth of success. It's not this pie in the sky dream. It's what's actually happening. And you could be blazing ahead or you could be lagging behind, but it's going to be revealed. Also, you might have done something different that day that might plant a seed for the future or might be some other win in another area that you had not written the goal down. And that's okay too. Uh, but at least you're able to see where your time and energy goes. And that's another important factor, right? So check out the book and really start trying to write those goals. Start them broad, write them down. What are your goals? Make them measurable, make them measurable. So if it's start a business, you know, I'm going to launch the business, then when, what date, what date are you going to launch your sock business? Okay. Okay. I'm going to launch a sock business in three months. All right. What has to happen between now and your launch, for example? Okay. Well then I need to do my logo. All right, great. So on this day, you're going to have the goal as a logo until that logo goes over to the outcomes. Didn't happen, right? You're not meeting your, your goal, right? Or I need to, um, you know, build the website. Okay. Then you have to schedule that out into your planner. What, what day is that goal? When are you going to do that by? And then was there a corresponding outcome? Every time you achieve an outcome, you write it down on the day you achieve it. And so it helps you know if you're on track. I'm excited for you. This is a really important tool. I know it could kind of sound like a dry topic, not that exciting, but it's the really the nuts and bolts to the beginning of strategic planning, right? And that people pay quite a bit of money to get a good solid uh, success strategy from me. And I'm kind of giving you the golden goose here in terms of where to begin, right? So you're welcome. It's all love. But yeah, I think, um, I think it's important to just have a good firm grasp on your goals and keep your pulse, keep your finger on the pulse of your outcomes. And this alone, just this one move will move you so far ahead in your plan. You will, you will start to really see momentum. Um, of course, later, you know, strategy and initiatives. And we did, I touched on initiatives when that, when I broke down the goal, we, we kind of skipped over strategy, but that's not today's episode. Um, but it all plugs back into the goals. So the goal is really the head and the driver. Um, so you got the most important part, darling. And, um, I'm excited to hear some of your goals. Please DM me, tag me, um, you know, put it in the comments but I'm definitely trying to hear it. And I'd love to hear 
if you've got the book, um, has it helped you? Has it helped you really understand the connection between saying you want to do something, that's a goal, and actually doing it, that's an outcome, and matching those up and making sure that you're, it's, it, this book is an accountability partner. That's what it, it operates as. Every, every tool that we kind of release or launch is even this podcast is just meant to kind of help you maintain your motivation, help inspire you and help you have a buddy, an accountability buddy, a peer support, you know, to help you get where you want to go in life, wherever that may be. So hopefully this topic did that for you. Um, but definitely it's helpful to me. So I am looking forward to hearing the results for you. Okie dokie, guys, we're on to that time. Gods and goddesses, where we kind of go inward, we get real introspective. And yeah, we just chill, you know, just bring it down a notch and start to just, you know, vibe on a level, you know? All right. I was taking a sip of water. Hydration is very important. Gods and goddesses is a great um, time or spot in the podcast to just breathe. Have a sip of water. You know, we could do that together. Yesterday, our last episode, we did breathing, right? That was fun. I liked it. Did you? I hope you've been doing the breathing since. It's important. Brings you back to center. Always in through the nose, out through pierced lips. Super calming, super duper calming. Love it. Um, today, I want to discuss stress management. Mm. That's a really, really big, big topic. So what we'll do is break it into pieces, right? And yesterday was a great start because definitely breath work can help you relieve stress. Sleeping, adequate sleep can also do the same. But um, I just feel like it's really, really important to focus on reducing stress. Um, so just touching on the importance. When you think about your relationships and how you respond to the people that you love when you're stressed out versus when you're calm, it's a whole different ballgame. And I think, um, you know, with the pandemic and everything that has happened in the world and is still happening, I guess, you know, in the, the climate that we're in, we're recession and everything. I understand a lot of people, myself included, a lot of people feel stress, you know, um, life will bring stress. And so it's really important to like mitigate that and reduce that as much as possible. And so I, I'm going to go through in different episodes, some of the typical advice, you know, that people give and we'll look at it. And I, you know, this whole, this whole journey that we're on together now 
is about um, curiosity, being curious about life and looking for the solutions together. So definitely tell me what you do to reduce stress because I feel like I am game for learning. You know, I'm down. For me, I've been really working with vibes and I'm going to focus on that now. Um, That's what we'll talk about today. So, you know, on Instagram, my name is Jessica Vibes, V-I-B-E-Z. And it's for a reason. I really believe in vibes. Mm -hmm. So when I say that, I mean like I often don't respond to the physical, what I see in front of me. I respond to what's underneath it. I've always been this way and it's kind of a weird thing because when you were when I was younger, I thought it felt like I was crazy. It felt like um like why is what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling not lining up. But now obviously I have I've grown and I've learned that what you see is <laughs> they say seeing is believing but it's quite the opposite cuz Things can be put in front of you to make you think one thing. And in fact, it's the other. If we want to go for a tangible example, you'll see a picture of a beautiful big burger. And and they'll be like, come to this, you know, XYZ burger joint. We have the best, biggest, juiciest, quality handmade burgers. Oh, look at them. They're fantastic. You go to XYZ Burger Joint and you're like that old lady in the commercial. Where is the beef? Where is the beef? (laughs) Where's the beef? So that's like reality, right? Where's your vibe, your third eye, even your common sense? They're going to say like, hold on, man. Charman. I mean, maybe, maybe, but you know, it's a drive through. Like everything tells me like, it, it's like looking like every other burger joint. Are they really serving up these fantastic? You could try it, but you already know the picture doesn't usually match the burger. You know, that's not even, it's a good example, but it's not a good example because you don't even need your sixth sense for that. You just need common sense for that. You just need history and experience. Um, but yeah, your sixth sense is like when someone's lying and you know, they're lying, but you have no proof, right? Or yeah, if you just someone, your spirit, like in, 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 I'm, I'm half Jamaican. So we'll say like my spirit takes you or my spirit doesn't take this person. And that's just like, you know, their energy is off their energy is not matching your energy and it could be even a bad vibe and then later on they'll say oh they're crosses because that person just brings you like like problems you don't need basically so yeah I feel like one easy way to manage stress is to listen to your vibes to your intuition um you know I remember one time my mom asked me to borrow my car and I had an intuition, a vibe, a sixth sense that someone was going to hit my car that day. And I said, nah, I think someone's going to hit my car. (laughs) She thought I was like totally mod. 
And she was like, whatever. She just thought I didn't want to lend her the car, basically. But I already had that sixth sense. And I just had that at that point, I had already learned from not listening to it and feeling the pain and stress and, and everything of guess not listening to my sixth sense. Um, I listened to it and she was mad. And then I, I had to go out and run some errands. And I was in the parking lot. I was actually parked in the parking lot. And I was, I was in my vehicle, but my keys weren't even in the ignition. And then an old lady backed into my car. And I was just like, oh my goodness. And of course, my mom was like, wow, how did you know that? But it's like, you have to listen to your vibes. Also, the lady cried and told me her husband had just passed away and her cat had passed away. I should have known when she said the cat, you know, but, and she had people visiting from England and please don't report it. You know, can, can I wait until after the funeral and then report it and she'll, we'll go through insurance and she'll pay and everything. And I got all her information and she got mine and then she was very old and I was raised by my grandmother. So I have a soft spot for old people. So I was like, of course, no problem. Uh, absolutely. And I felt, you know, bad for her. She was shaking. I was hugging. I gave her a hug. She hit me. I'm hugging her. Okay. And my spidey senses were like, doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo. my sixth sense was telling me, no, go to the collision center, report this now. But my heart, like for a grandma, I was raised by my grandma. I just felt like, man, I can't do that to this woman. She just lost her husband. Like, man, you know, I just had a heart. Like, I just couldn't. So I ignored my sixth sense. Uh, so the first time I listened to it that day and the second time I ignored it. And would you, would you believe that lady drove straight to the collision center and said I hit her? It was insane because if you looked at how she hit me, that was impossible because she actually... Um, drove into my car and scraped all along her car while my car was in one spot. And I, again, my key wasn't even in the ignition, but she is a crafty lady. We forget that older people live long, man. They've picked up a trick or two. Hey, anyway, my bad for not listening to my intuition. Cause now what am I going to do? Go fight an old woman <laughs> and try to prove that she's wrong or something. It, it's just, it was just so ridiculous and awful. Anyway, that's what happens when you don't operate on that sixth sense. And that's a whole other realm. And I understand not everybody has access to that level of sensitivity. Um, and I'm very fortunate and I'm very blessed and I'm very grateful that I do get those vibes, you know, but listening to them also takes a lot of courage because people who operate really strictly in the physical will just not understand. They won't understand, right? They won't understand that you kind of get a feeling about something and you believe you're feeling, right? Actually, it's so interesting because, I mean, this isn't about stress. This is just, you know, we're talking about vibes, right? Um, my godson, I'm so excited. Shout out to my Keithy. I love you. My godson is having a baby and I'm so excited because that's my 
grand god baby or whatever you know um my god grandbaby yeah and so i'm really excited and when i found out that madison was pregnant shout out to madison love 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 darling uh when i found out that his girl madison was pregnant i had a sixth sense a feeling a vibe that her baby would be their baby would be born on my birthday and then i found out a couple of days ago she was being induced today and I was like huh that's interesting because my birthday is still another week or so away and so hmm I guess I might have been wrong obviously right but I knew that feeling was really strong and so today I found out she did not get induced today in fact she will be induced the day before my birthday, which means it is quite possible and likely she, the baby will be born on my birthday. And I had told um, his auntie, my sixth sense and the vibe, and she was like her too. As soon as she found out that Madison was pregnant, she just had this feeling that the baby was going to be born on my birthday. And so it's like, wow. So now I will keep you guys posted. I'm super excited and I'm very interested to see when this beautiful little bundle of joy, this little girl, comes into the world. I'm just really, really excited. And if you understood the relationship I had, and I would say have even, um, but with um, his mother, she was my very first friend out of foster care. And when I went to go live with my grandma and she was um, like my sister. You know, we, we, we went all the way back to like grade one or something like, you know, and um, yeah, I love her very, very, very much. Uh, she passed in 2015. And so rest in peace, my darling sister. I love you, Sherry. And um, her children are my, all of her children are my godchildren. And so, yeah, Keith, you know, grew up in my hand and I love him so much, so dearly. And so this is an exciting child that's coming into the world. I'm very excited. So to think that she may be born on my birthday and my sixth sense says it, that will be the case. It's just kind of cute and exciting, you know? Yeah, I just find life is better when you listen to your vibes and intuition. There's a lot of things, like a lot of stresses I could have avoided if I had just listened to myself. So I feel like that's today's lesson is just like tap into your intuition. I know everything I'm talking about sounds a little lightweight, eh? But it's really deep. Like sometimes when you handle the small things, the big things happen for you. And I feel like if you really look at it, even you could look at like Drake's story and how he responded to Little Wayne, right? And Little Wayne called him and then he wanted to meet with him. And then after... The meeting got canceled. Drake didn't say, oh, well, I guess the meeting got canceled. I'm not that good. Forget it. Drake was like, nah, I'm pushing. I don't know if he pushed on intuition. I don't know Drake personally. This is just the stuff I read, you know. But I feel like he knew and he had a feeling and he knew that if he let that meeting go, it may not happen for him. Right. So he said, I'm not letting it go. And he did what he had to do. We have to work off our feelings, man. We have to do it. We have to. Not our feelings, meaning our emotions, because emotions are fleeting. 
I mean our deep spiritual connection to self. Yeah? That's why breath's important. Our spiritual connection to self. We can work in there and dwell in there and just rest and love ourselves and and again this whole podcast if we could fake if we could more and more often operate from within so we are souls in bodies responding to and 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 navigating ourselves through the this world having human experiences as spiritual beings and choosing our experiences and tapping that that's so important that's so important. What a beautiful way to go through life. And it's it's like the way the system's set up, the way the world is set up, it always just draws you back into the physical, right? It always just draws you back in the physical, but the physical is where all the stress and, and pain and issues are. But like on a spiritual vibe, we're perfect, you know, we're le- we're light, we're love, we're fresh, we're we're just, you know, we just have these beautiful gifts God already instilled in us. And we could just manifest those gifts and manifest manifest our personal beauty and try to operate, operate from there. And so that's staying in our higher, dwelling in our higher self, in our higher frequency, and um, and 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 navigating from within, and then relating outwardly. And um, man, it's, it's a lot easier said than done, you know, of course, because things will be bringing you back. But yeah, that's my suggestion. That's not going to be in any like blog or article or whatever. That's like real talks, you and me, like parlaying. That's what I think about stress management is it starts. It starts by just making sure you maintain your connection with self. You check in with self. You you love self. Um, you fill up self. You pour from self onto others. If you have like let it overflow, but but it's OK. Like it's OK. To say no, it's okay to to follow your your vibes. It's okay not to be able to explain to others why you make the decisions you make that are best for you. And just knowing within yourself, that's what your vibes tell you, you know? That's okay. And I think that that really alleviates a lot of stress. We'll pick up the topic. We'll pick it up. We'll look at some other worldly ways as well because we are living in this world. But that's what we're doing today. We're, we're working off vibes. So tell me if that's helpful. Tell me if that resonated. Leave comments. I mean, I know it to be true regardless, but I want to see. It. And then, like, if have you done that? Are you willing to try it? Like, do you even know how to, like, quiet yourself and listen to self and, and just get those vibes? Do you get those vibes, those sixth sense vibes, those, you know, messages that tell you when something's good or not? Yeah. Let me know. Let me know in the comments. Alrighty. Alrighty. We're on to love, family, and fam. Actually, it's love, fam, and family. I said it wrong. Haha. <laughs> it's all good. Same thing. Um, basically, this is, this is just a wind down. So this is just a note that we were talking about goals earlier. And one of the things that people sometimes feel is when they're starting a new business, especially if you're working already and you're starting a new business, or even if you're just, let's say um, you didn't, let's say you lost your job and you want to start your own business, or let's say um, you just graduated school 
and you want to do it or you're in school and you want to do it. Whatever your circumstance, you're a housewife, you're a house husband, whatever it is. Um, people are not used to that boundary. People are not used to how you're going to be spending your time. People are not, people are going to think, oh, you're home or, oh, you're just doing this thing. Especially if it's like an artistic thing too. I noticed that like with my music clients. Yeah. Oh, you're just making a song. That's cute. You're just doing some art. You're just drawing a picture. No, this is a business. Intellectual property is a huge industry, huge multi-billion dollar industry. And this is a real business. Okay. You put your boundaries in. You be firm. Um, and just understand that boundaries are love. Boundaries are love. For years, I worked in um, like nonprofit housing, providing recreation programs for kids when I was in school. Right. That was my, my job throughout high school. Mm-hmm. And so one thing I noticed about different children from the hood, different areas, is that discipline was love, right? And discipline can come in the form of simply saying no, simply setting up boundaries, simply saying here's why you can't do that and explaining it. The other thing is, of course, when you give respect, you get respect. And definitely with those kids, that's the case. Well, I don't know why people can't work with these kids because they're actually amazing. They're actually really amazing kids. Um, but, you know, some people just, their mindset isn't on that level, you know. But with your family and your loved ones, you've got to put in boundaries. And if you're not able to do something, the beauty is when you are able to do it, they know that that's the truth because you told them when you couldn't and you don't want to ruin. And I found this out too in life. You don't want to ruin relationships because you don't want to ruin relationships. Now, let me repeat that. You don't want to ruin relationships because you don't want to ruin relationships. All right. So because you didn't want to ruin a relationship, you'll tell them yes. But then you'll ruin the relationship because you couldn't actually do it. You don't want to do that. You don't want to ruin a relationship just because you really didn't want to ruin a relationship. You want to have clear communication, respect the other person, put the boundary and let them know, you know what? I'm starting a business. I'm working very hard or I'm, I have a new job. I'm working very hard or whatever. I've started my weight loss program. I'm working very hard. Whatever your situation is, I have this boundary and it's important to me. So I'm not able to do X. Not available now, sorry. But when I am, I'm definitely going to link you. I'm definitely going to take, 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 take. You understand? All right. Boundaries are love. Boundaries are love. So that's my love segment today is that we've talked about goals and outcomes. Your goals must become outcomes for your dreams to become a reality. And in order for your goals to become outcomes, you must put boundaries around certain things like your time and your energy and your sleep. Okay. And this will help you reduce stress. See how it all comes together. I'm a mastermind. Ha ha ha. All right, darling. So today's quote, you can never cross the ocean unless you are willing to lose sight of the shore. 
I don't know whose quote that is. It's unknown. But you can never cross the ocean unless you are willing to lose sight of the shore. So maybe your dream means you let go of something safe. And that's really hard to do. It's so hard to let go of what you know to go into what you don't know. Unknown. Fear of unknown. Even though what you don't know, you really, really, really want it. And you know you really want it. And there's no doubt about it. And if someone came and brought it in front of you right now and said, here it is. You would let go of whatever you had and take it. But because you don't have here it is in front of you, you're too scared to let go. I understand we're all human at the end of the day. We have, we all share these same fears. I understand. But you can never cross the ocean unless you are willing to let go or lose sight of the shore. So honey, what do you need to lose sight of in order to cross your ocean? What do you need to be willing to lose sight of? And are you willing? Mm. You thought it was just a quote. It's deep. All right. We're going on to our affirmation. Now I'm going to say the affirmation. Today's affirmation, I write the affirmations special for you every episode. Um, so today's affirmation is a little bit long, but I'm going to say it. Just try to follow it and internalize it with me. Okay. Today, I will set my goals and I will work diligently and relentlessly toward them. I will trust the process as I work on achieving my goals. I will acknowledge the outcomes I create and I will appreciate every baby step as I win toward my ultimate goal as a win toward my ultimate goal. I believe in myself no matter what and I will push past the fear and adversity to make my dreams a reality. Burning all bridges behind me, success is the only option. I got this. Okay, I'm going to say it one more time. Meditate, feel it, internalize it. I'm going to have a sip of water. All right. Today, I will set my goals and I will work diligently and relentlessly toward them. I will trust the process as I work on achieving my goals. I will acknowledge the outcomes I create and I will appreciate every baby step as a win toward my ultimate goal. I believe in myself no matter what and I will push past fear and adversity to make my dreams a reality. Burning all bridges behind me Success is the only option. I got this. And you do. You do. You've got this. All right. Well, thank you so much for visiting Jesse's World, where we strive to improve our life 
one podcast at a time. Okay, we're doing this together. Peer support, baby. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our show. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Jesse's World XO. That's J E S S I E S World XO. And you can also follow me personally, moi, Jessica Lambert, your host, at Jessica Vibes, V I B E Z. Um, you can also find us at platinumrouge.com. This is a Platinum Rouge production. And I can't wait to see you next episode. You guys are so awesome. Um, again, feel free to DM me. Uh, feel free to hit us up in the comments, like, share, support any way that you can. And just know that, yeah, man, you're blessed. We're on Audible. We're on Spotify. We're on Deezer. We're on everywhere you can find a podcast. So just, yeah, thank you. Thank you for the support. And just, I mean, write those goals. Don't just think them, write them. Actually, run, go get that book too. That planner was called The Jesse's World, right? Daily Success Planner. And I want to see, I want I want you to take a picture where you put your goals and your outcomes that you're actually manifesting. That's proof. That's proof that every day you're manifesting. And that's what this is about. This is a transform transformative podcast. It's about transformation. And we got to do it together. No one's perfect. We're all out here trying. All right? All right. I love you. Have a wonderful night. Big hugs and blessings always.